Welcome to Aw Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Mark David Christensen. Me, Kate Thompson. Yes! And this is a wonderful episode, not only because we're covering the second animated feature of Hellboy, but we got two wonderful special guests for this episode. We have Sandra Sod. Um, Sandra Saad, um, real quick, just so the audience knows, you are the front woman for the band Eye of the Sun, which you have an EP coming out soon, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Awesome. And you're going to be the voice and the bodywork of Miss Marvel in the upcoming video game Marvel's Avengers, which is coming out on the 4th of September. <laughs> yes, that is true. And also very exciting. <laughs> Thank you. So it's awesome. Fucking awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I will, we'll, we'll talk about that plenty because I'm very excited for you and love it. Uh, and our second guest, you heard her voice. It's <laughs> Ashley Hairston. Hey guys. Ash, you probably recognize that voice from Craig of the Creek. You play the character Ren, is yes, that right? Yes, that's correct. A little scientist. Awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you're also, there's a lot of other things that you're in. You've, you've done uh, uh, what's Basque? Yeah, from the yeah. Marvel's cartoon. Black Panther's Quest. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Black Panther's Quest. I have so. a family. Yeah. Truly. Uh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm really surprised I haven't started crying because <laughs> people, people I know personally have just told me they audition for Marvel and I've teared up because I love Marvel oh, too much. Very much. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Enthusiasm uh, is everything. Yes, I love it. I wish I could play Puck one day. That would be a dream. <laughs> Manifesting. But, um, yeah. I will. I'm manifesting it right yeah. now. But it is a delight and thank you so much for being here to talk about um, an animated feature um, starring Hellboy, our you know, our hero. But before we get to that, we want to learn more about you. Um, Kate, what questions do you got for them right okay. now? I know you're, you got them all bottled up. <laughs> I, streamline them. I mean, uh, so it's so cool that you guys have this like comic connection with the Marvel uh, universe stuff. Was there any like, did that just like come up through managers or like, how do you even go about getting started with, um, sort of a company like that? Like, did they reach out to you from, cause I see like both of your IMDb pages are like, bleh, like they're stacked and have a lot of stuff. So like, do people see you in other stuff or like, do you like try to like specifically go out for something in like a comic booky universe or like, I don't know. Sorry. That's a vague question. <laughs> no, yeah. No, okay. it's not. <laughs> Great question. You go for it, Ashley. Oh. I love your resume. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm, I feel still new to it all, to be honest. Um, literally, the Marvel thing was like the first thing that I recorded ever in my <laughs> voiceover history. Um, Craig of the Creek was the first thing that I booked. Um, and so uh, they kind of twisted around. I like those were the first two things that I booked. Um when I started out doing voiceovers. Yeah, I had, uh, my story's kind of a long journey, but the, I guess the short of it is 
I, it just, both of them just came through my uh, voiceover agents. Um, nice. I'm with Osbrink and yeah, I got the uh, Marvel Black Panther's Quest and they were like, can you do in a Wakandan accent? And this was like <laughs> dur- during like just when Black Panther, the live action had come out. And so I was like, yeah. oh my God, I cannot believe I have an audition for the animated series. What? And I, you know, I couldn't like tell anybody really at the time. And so yeah. I was just like, there's no way I'm going to get this. I just started doing voiceovers. <laughs> and do I know how to do a Wakandan accent? I have right, no like idea. A, a fake place, right? A like- fake, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, I literally yeah, just I've got vibranium in, in my makeup drawer right now. <laughs> I've been practicing for this this whole my whole life. No. I literally just went into the closet and I was like sitting on the floor and I was just like trying to piece together what I imagined it might sound like, you know. Um and yeah, I sent it in and that was it. And so then cool. Yeah, I got like maybe a few weeks later. Actually, I think it was probably almost a month later. I got an email back that was like, hey, we really liked your audition. Do you think you can do another take um, but make her like 20 or 30 years younger? So then I was like, "Okay." (laughs) well, I did this Wakandan accent and she was like very older and regal. She's a queen, the queen of Wakanda in the past. And then they were like, can you make her way younger? And so then I I did another version of what I thought this queen might sound like younger and then sent that in. And then they were like, sure. Yeah, that's great. And I was like, that's what? Such an interesting note, like a challenging note too to like yeah. pitch that. Like, I don't know. It's so cool. Yeah. Oh, it was cool. so awesome. That's <laughs> great. I love it. I feel like uh, we're so similar here. Uh, but even even though we are, uh, everyone's everyone's voiceover career, especially, I feel like is so different. Like I've yeah. I've never seen any two people that have come about it the same way. Right. Um, with Kamala uh, in in Marvel's Avengers game, um, when I initially auditioned for it, um, I didn't know what it was for. And and honestly, taking it back before then, I got the audition from like an Arab casting director who had seen me for like a short or wow, something like cool. like years before. And wow. didn't also didn't know that this was for a Marvel thing, like didn't know it was for a video game, didn't know what wow. it was. And just saw the breakdown and was like, I know a girl who who is actually kind of like this. Like her character DNA herself is kind of like this person. Love it. Um, yes. And even though she's sixteen, sure, go, like go for it. And I, of course, thinking that it was like a sh- another short or something, I was like, I'm not sixteen. <laughs> but <laughs> he's like, just go for it. Who knows? Like they, I think you're a lot like this person. And then he passed me on to another casting director who passed me on to another, and eventually I show up for this audition. And um, they're like, yeah, yeah, she's 16 here, but can you age her down to 11? (laughs) Yeah, you're like, hmm. I was like, okay. Okay. They're like, your normal voice is is good. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, you sound like an 11-year-old. That's why. (laughs) So Thank you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, sure, great. Um, And... Like, I did the audition, like, fully note, like, I'm not 16. And, and it was on camera, oh, right? Oh, wow. It's full performance capture, right? So they're oh. looking at my facial, like, my facial movements, like, my facial capture, right? And, like, my my, my full performance capture, like, my motion wow. capture and everything. Yeah. So, like, 
They mic'd me up. They put me in front of a green screen. They like they like had two cameras on me. One was really close. Oh my goodness! I was like, "What short is this for?" Yeah, I was like, "All right," but uh, but more than anything, I was like, "I like whoever this is." Yeah, like I know that she's a young brown girl. And, like, she's got some internal struggle that I'm really interested in. Like, some kind of internal struggle that I know very well. Like, I only know that she's a first-generation American, that she's brown, Mm -hmm. that she's 16. And, like, of course, it's Marvel. So they take, like, like, I don't know if if they were like this with with your audition, Ashley, but Mm -hmm. with mine, like, they took out all Marvel words. Like, no Mm -hmm. Mjolnir, no Mm -hmm. Thor. Mm -hmm. I was talking to someone named, like, I don't know, Tom. Wow, wow. You know? (laughs) Uh, And, of course, like, they don't tell you you're talking to a superhero. They're like, you know, you're talking to, like, someone you really respect and they're a big deal. (laughs) There's only so much you can do with that, right? But I guess they were looking for this character for, like, two years before finding me. um, Wow. Wow. That's amazing. It's 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 for you. Yeah, it really meant a lot to me when I got it because, like, I was like, wow, you guys have really been looking for a long time and Mm -hmm. you picked me. Are you sure? Like, do you want (laughs) to keep looking? (laughs) No, don't jinx it. Like, (laughs) right. Oh, that was yours. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. And I I love that um, because I, I personally, as a big Marvel fan, comic book fan, and one, I love that character when they introduced her into the universe in the in the books. It was that storyline is great. The world that introducing that that like corner of the world to the Marvel universe is amazing. So I'm just so happy that they put her into this game because I just think we need more of it. Like it's yeah. taking fucking forever for them to v- diversify mm-hmm. the the major MCU. Yeah. So it's so great to see them pushing it forward in the video game. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. She's such a great, so. like, character on her own, like, like fully actualized, like, has all of these internal struggles. And, like, it's cool to see her not just, like, as a side character that right. you don't get to explore. Yeah. But just as well, like, for those fans who are not very excited about young women of color being in the, in the like, lead, yeah. you do also get Cap and Widow and, like, all these other... And, like, they're amazing, the amazing Avengers that you're used to. So you get to see them as well. So it's not, like, just this one character that you're experiencing. And I don't know. I've, I've fallen in love with this game. Like, I'm so excited for it. Ugh, you're, it makes me want to buy a console. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not have the money or the budget to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You could just watch the cutscenes online. <laughs> sure. That's what I'll end up doing. Well, that's wonderful. But backing up a little bit, before you started doing voiceover and getting into animation or video games, were, were you as fans of that growing up or even as as adults? Mm-hmm. Are you fans of animation? Did you grow up with it? Or is yeah, it even if it's not like comic book like animation, like what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I definitely were was like fans, like a general fan. Sure. <laughs> um, I was not like deep in the comic world at all. Like, uh, yeah, I I when I got the, the job, I literally like went to the library and picked up 
my first comic books ever. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I was like, I got to do research. I got to know. I got to know everything about the what is it? Yeah. Um, it was it was a mm. lot. I literally went to Los Feliz Library and I picked up a bunch of comic books and took them home. And I was like, OK, here we go. I'm in That's the world so now. <laughs> That's such an overwhelming amount of material, too. So, so you must just yeah. be like, start sweating. Yeah. And be like, yeah. But I mean, it's like you guys were both cast because of what you brought to that character. Like, it's not like you have to be some like comic book historian or yeah. something. Clearly, it's just yeah. like the thing, the like character of your voices lent itself to that character anyway. So that's like, that's just so great that it's like, doesn't have to be this like exclusive kind of a thing for even mm-hmm. the people behind the scenes. It's like, oh, okay, we're just bringing everyone's like expertise to it. Yeah. You don't need to be like yeah. some yeah. forever nerd or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you know? No offense to forever nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Without them, None where would we be? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I also like, yeah, go who, ahead. who isn't like totally in love with the Avengers on some level, right? Or, or Especially like at this characters. point, like they're just, yeah. Yeah. they're just in everything now. Yeah. 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 It, they've taken over culture. For sure. The time. Good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good for us, especially, <laughs> especially if we're getting, I'm especially excited because they're going to like, the hope is that they're re, they're reestablishing them. Mm-hmm. The old boys in the MCU, I'm talking about the MCU is that they're getting rid of this old boys club and now they're bringing in this, these dude, these new Avengers, yeah. you know, including Black Panther, Captain Marvel and so forth. Like, you know, we're getting, I can't wait for the She-Hulk TV show to yeah. all that. Like, I love that. Um, but I'm going to continue to go back a little bit. Do you remember what storylines you first read of Black Panther when you were when, when you got those from the library? Ashley? What storylines? Or writers oh. or any? Do you do you remember any of that? I know it was a lot. You're taking yeah, it was, once. I'm yeah, just curious. It was a lot. I got. Uh, uh, let me look. Actually, I took a bunch. I took a bunch I of pictures. Was, I don't know the yeah. storylines. This was um, Tanahazi Coates. It he was oh, like so yeah. The, the books were he was like writing or doing. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking. And I was like, oh, this is a version of from his point of view, I guess. And I was like, oh, this is great. Love him. This is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he really heightened it mm-hmm. into this really cool cultural like uh, con- uh, concept and like sort of deconstructing and looking at Wakanda from inside yeah, out. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I love I, lo- I love his writing, and then he t- took over Cap- Captain America, and he's been writing. He's gonna keep. He's oh, great. of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, Priest, I wonder if you did you look up any of like the Christopher? I think it's Christopher, Christopher Priest, Priest of like the nineties. No, oh, I'm just, no, I'm just curious. I don't know. Oh, I'll okay, stop talking. Thanks, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Now he's just saying. Every now and then he'll throw out some names, and I'm just like, I don't know. We've deviated from my expertise. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. I don't even, I'm not even an expert. I'm not even an expert. Uh, I, I'm just a fan. I'm not an expert by any means. Uh, and then with, with, with Craig of the Creek being a show that's not in the world of superheroes yeah. per se, right? It has su- supernatural elements, mm-hmm. but with that being like less, what, did you have any shows growing up that were not necessarily comic book, but from the animation world that like you drew from or you remember inspiring maybe your uh 
you're going uh, into that yeah. world. Yeah. Um, my intern, like, growing up, I, like, was super into, like, Spongebob and, like, Ren and Stimpy. Um, oh. So I feel like, like, weirdo, wacky character, like, big characters like that. So I think you can, like, definitely probably hear that in Ren's voice. That she's just, like, this manic, like, uh, you know, zany bright-eyed scientist she, you can't see her eyes she has on goggles but she's just like really frantic and just like everything's a big deal like she has to like yes. you know lose control in everything she just gets really passionate um and that yeah I feel like that's a great question because now I like when I get like that in the booth I feel like I probably do look like um Stimpy <laughs> Ren and Stimpy, you know, they were always just like hunched over and just like squeezing, <laughs> you know, yeah, like physical, physical. I was like super uh, influenced by like that kind of, you know, those kinds of cartoons and stuff. Did you guys <laughs> both have the freedom to like move or like, I mean, I'm sure that helps with your like the quality of your voice and like the when you're recording and stuff. Do you have... Is there like technical stuff where you like have to stay X amount of like inches away from the thing, but you also want to be like moving? Does that like affect it at all? Or like, is it technically really hard to record for you? Well, I mean, in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, like, thankfully for mocap, I do whatever the heck I want. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's true. Yeah. But, but you know, at the same time, though, there, of course, like with any of my like personal like if I tap my foot then so does the character and you know you got to be aware wow, right of yeah. every physical every single physical thing but um that's wild well in in the booth of course like I like I want to kind of go crazy <laughs> and like not not keep my mouth facing the mic and I've definitely gotten that a lot like Sandra like mouth to the mic like mouth <laughs> to the mic like <laughs> stop running around and, and then of course you learn like what not to wear that like mm-hmm. jingles in the room yeah. and like vibrates it like you know yeah. so that's crazy lucky yeah I, I finally figured out why i don't get the jobs i'm a bell <laughs> I, I, I have bells on everything <laughs> that's so it dumb. yeah like dad joke. luckily my character they're always like can you go bigger can you make her can you go louder louder and i'm um, always like yes i can <laughs> i absolutely <laughs> can <laughs> Yeah. Then putting the back on you, Sandro, with the similar questions, like when you found out that you were going to be Miss Marvel, how did, was that your first introduction to the character? Did you dive in? Did you go to the library like <laughs> Ashley? Did they, because they're Marvel, did they send you all the stuff? What happened? Um, I I'd had heard of Miss Marvel before, but like I didn't know, right? Of course, like a lot of people think like Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel are the same and like I may have like been in that camp at some point but as soon as like I learned what her real name was and instead of you know like what was initially like the temp name that they gave me right as soon as I found out I was like okay cool deep dive like <laughs> right. internet searches on everything like, yeah. yes where was her first appearance and then like there's only so far you could get online without sure. like getting the comics right so I like yeah. went to the the comic book store like uh, like the one right next door to groundlings i, I remember like oh, cool. i i was at groundlings that night i think i went for like sunday company or something mm-hmm. and i like walked right into that store picked up whatever they had available <laughs> wow. they're like oh you like miss marvel i'm like oh yeah and then like, I, I like buried it in my bag so that no one no, saw it's like, what are you talking about <laughs> yeah miss what anyway, yeah, <laughs> um and well and then of course like then showing up to the mocap stage um i got to meet like 
folks from Marvel and uh, talk to them about like uh, Marvel Unlimited is like you know they're they're online they're like they're you know they're an app where you can read all the all the comics and um, I got a subscription to that as soon as I found out I could and read as much as I could and like I tried to read really fast and and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff and they were like relax like we've got a long <laughs> way here like take your time and also like uh, I am pretty similar to the character already, so like I don't need to do very much reading. They're so they're like take the pressure off yourself a little bit, and like this is Crystal Dynamics' own version of the character, so like cool. you know you like let's like explore the character on our own while still like being in touch with the creators, right? And so to to stay true to the character DNA, so mm-hmm. there's a little bit uh, there's there's freedom right in the booth and and on the stage. Cool. Yeah. What a huge relief too to like get that note to be like okay. You you got you guys got picked for a reason, and it's not because like, yeah, it's because of <laughs> what you bring to it. Yeah, so we exciting. put so much pressure on ourselves too. A lot of times yeah. to just be like, well, I'm not going to get it because I don't know anything, or I don't fit the whatever, or I'm not in that world or community, and all of that is just like. It's not, that's not real. It doesn't exist. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You're right. And that's the thing, too, about having characters that you can relate to. Yes. Is yeah. Like that pressure also kind of gets taken off. Also, working with, like, people who work in VO, I feel like, are maybe, like, a different breed of people. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, way chiller than, like, you know, they're like, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Th- th- there is more uh, freedom to create, and I feel like they just, like, these people like trust me, right? And like they know that they cast me for a reason and they're like, yeah, like your talent, like whatever, like you're funny, be funny. All right. Like well, <laughs> if it doesn't work, we'll cut it. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I love that. I mean, I, hopefully, this isn't going to go into spoiler or anything you can't say. When you're doing the mocap for her, how was it a, the experience of like, was it a challenge to like when she does her powers, when she grows big or her hand gets yeah. like, what was that like? Like, what is that? Or like similar challenges when you guys are either in the booth or doing mocap? Well, there are certainly those moments in the script where I'm like, how am I in beginning? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at the comics to see how she does that and kind of like try to imagine. And like, of cool. course, improv, you guys, like right. helps so, so much. much. I cannot say it enough also. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. It affords you that like, I didn't know how creative I was until like I started working and utilizing the tools I picked up from improv. Mm-hmm. All the while, of course, like you're in improv, you're doing, you know, stuff at the clubhouse and whatever, and you don't know how much education is actually behind you when you're just like doing a scene about pickles or whatever, mm-hmm. right? right? So yeah. <laughs> until yeah. you have to like <laughs> put it to use, right? Like in a professional setting, like we've picked up so much. Um, and yeah, so like, I took it, you know, I could only take it as far as I can as a human. <laughs> but um, I also have, like, a really awesome um, body double. And, like, she does all these wild stunts. And, like, she, she bends and twists and jumps. And, and, like, I remember even, like, at the end of the day one time, it was, like, a long day. And I was so tired. I was like, can we get my girl back out here to, like, run up these stairs for me because I can't run upstairs? They're like, no, you can run upstairs. <laughs> these are hard stairs. Yeah. They go I'm all very the way short. Up. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. That's great. That's so that funny. Did you have yeah. to, like, work with another, like, were there other people all mo-capped up interacting with yeah. you at the same time? Okay, okay. Cool. I think that's, oh, that's the coolest part about this for me is, like, 
having an, another actor in front of you that you mm-hmm. could feed off of, right? Because, like, the whole scene changes when, like, I, I got to work with Troy Baker and Nolan North and, like, all these, like, giants in, like, in, in mocap and, and in games and voiceover. And I'm so lucky to work with them. And, and it's also my first time being on the mocap stage. So they kind of, they took me in with open arms and That's everything. So but at the same time, it they were so cool and so gracious and so respectful of the talent that I have and never treated me like a newbie. Mm-hmm. Um, I And I don't know if it was like, oh, yeah, like, I didn't have to prove myself. Like I, I just did the work, and, and everyone was really it was really cool. Um, but yeah, like we're working with someone face to face is, of course, like so different than just thinking about like, okay, well, how how are they gonna look at me here, and how am I gonna react? Like you just go off of what happens. Totally. Right? Is that never That's the case great. when you're in the booth? Like you're never with any other person, and like because you're, I guess you have to like isolate and be just like capturing your own sounds, like. Are you ever in a situation where you're like doing voiceover for something where you're directly in the room with somebody else? Oh yeah, all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I think like my, my first of day. This. Oh no, it's a, <laughs> okay. yeah. Sometimes we record in a group setting. Sometimes you record by yourself. Um, my first day uh, was like a big group scene for uh, on Black Panther, and there were uh, same situation like all of these greats in animation mm-hmm. and like in the marvel world like um uh it was pretty incredible phil lamar who plays my yeah. twin brother in what well, i was like standing next to him and like trevor duvall and like d bradley baker barker baker i'm gonna mess up names but they're like <laughs> giants in it animation industry and I'm like looking oh. around and I'm like do not mess up <laughs> do not mess up because they have to be in a yeah it was like in a big circle and then you have the you know the booth there and like all of the production and like the director and writers in the booth behind watching and then it's like this chorus of like giants oh. <laughs> and I'm just like it's very like nerve wracking but then yeah. you just kind of yeah like him it's like an improv show you kind of just jump in and your like heart is pounding but you're yeah. like I just gotta yeah. do it now <laughs> you, you guys are the nice giants and if you mess up you just start <laughs> you over that. yeah that's you now yeah. Aww. Okay. Okay. Yes, you are you're real <laughs> Okay. So everybody could have, yeah, their, their reaction to that statement was it's awesome. very you know, genuine. Oh, and and uh, and Sandra, also, did you have any animation or voiceover inspirations or things you grew up with that you know you always loved, like like how Ashley said, uh, SpongeBob and Ren and Stimpy. Um, Rugrats was my deal. Like oh, Rugrats great. from yes. I when I was two to when <laughs> I was a t- late teen, man. I watched Rugrats until Rugrats did that all grown up thing, man. I, I was kind of freaked out. <laughs> I was like, do I now? Am I supposed to have a crush on Tommy? Oh, or because no. I was his age at the time that it came out, we're the same age. Oh I was like, uh, I hate this. So I stopped watching it altogether. I, got- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the feelings this is bringing up. Yeah, I was no. also like. 
What, what, how old were we? That I don't know. I was yeah. a te- I was early teens, but uh, that show really informed a lot for me. And like, it was so creative for adults too. Which, uh, like, now I rewatch and I'm like, man, this show is trippy. I'll watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I didn't. I I I was not one of the people that got Rugrats because it was on cable, right? Oh it was yeah. Like, uh, so I always heard about Rugrats growing up. How I heard about Rin and Stimpy was like somebody having a t- VHS recording of a bunch of them, oh. and just bar, and then getting a v- their VHS copy, and then my brother like us using two VHSs and copying. Oh my god! So that we can Jeez. have them. <laughs> so much work. Yeah, yeah. sounds like the nineties. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You 90s earned those cartoons, cable. Dave. You yeah. like worked for them. You didn't have to oh, tape yeah. over a wedding or anything. <laughs> no. no Memories gone <laughs> for Ren and Stimpy. Oh. I mean, yeah. I, that, we were a VHS family. I had Simpsons before before they brought them out on DVD. I had like a huge collection of probably like 20 VHSs. Oh my gosh. Just full up. When they do the reruns, I would just record them and then I would label them uh, each episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just like, I gotta be able to go to find it. (laughs) So dumb. Oh, and real quick, sorry, before you guys both mentioned improv. So, like, Mm -hmm. you've done stuff, of course, like UCB, also at Groundlings, you both did stuff? I didn't do Groundlings, no. Oh, okay. I wish. I did. You did? Okay, cool. Is there, like, or Ashley, did you do any other improv other than UCB? Yeah, I started at IO West, RIP. Yeah, Um, yeah, I started there, and I I did, like, that's kind of literally the first theater that I went into when I moved here. And I immediately started interning there. I started taking classes. I was a cocktail waitress there. Then I started doing improv. Then I was on a sketch team for, like, three years. And I really just, like like got the reps in there I would oh, yeah. say yeah and then that's I like jumping TCB. in the deep ends like yeah. doing the whole, my like, whole life in that yeah. Hollywood yeah. awful nightmare of a street <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh those that's are like nightmares yeah, yeah exactly that's like how yeah <laughs> <laughs> pay and my dues on that for sure I have yeah <laughs> yeah if you worked at that bar I remember that bar if you worked oh. there then you yeah you earned, earned your tips. so many so many so many stories <laughs> <laughs> and Sandra you did similar like you can't did you come up doing groundlings first or like um I did UCB first cool. um yeah, it was like five years or something there. And yeah, just class after class and like yeah. try try to make friends. <laughs> like super awkward. Like I, one thing, oh yo, one thing this game is, is is like trying to break me out of my awkwardness and like trying to be friends with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so like I like I found like having like a click to be so difficult like mm-hmm. I so but anyway yes <laughs> you say, yeah. uh, and like doing like indie stuff there and like going from I, at some point I had like you know four indie mm-hmm. teams and uh like I took of like you know the sketch writing classes and yeah. um uh, like I sing too, but I wasn't like I, I didn't do like the musical improv. I guess it wasn't as popular at, like a few even a few years ago. Like I feel like the singing improv really like blew up within the last like couple years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, it sounds um, like you really were, found your click, though, if you're in, like, four groups and stuff. Like, did you find, did you feel like that? Like, I did find my place at the, at UCB eventually, or, like? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think I ever really, like, felt like I belonged necessarily there, but I enough. tried, man. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Tried. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would agree. I, I, I like, I was very familial, like it was very like family style, very yeah. connected and community based. And like, we all hung out at the bar and like, that was it, you know? And I feel like at UCB, I just like blasted through classes and was, it was like tough to make friends. There's so yeah. many yeah. people and like, you're just in and out, in and out. Everyone's doing their yeah. own thing and has their own kind of, you know, goals and stuff. And it's like, Totally different uh, experiences, I would yeah. say. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> of course, like you're, you're just like, how do I get good? How do I get funny? Right. How do I be mm. funny? And like, you know, you like all those teams that I was on was just like, okay, how do I get reps in? Yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah. gotcha. I wanna, you know, I want to do interstitial shows and, and this and that. And then eventually, uh, I took Groundlings classes. I was like, let me try this, and I didn't click. Like, I feel like the philosophy for me at UCB, I clicked with, uh, like. Like me- mentally, like I just like understood it, yeah. um, and because maybe like I I'd spent so long like learning it that like when I hopped into Groundlings, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. this is a lot. This is like yeah. a lot on my senses, right? <laughs> just subtlety and like you know snark, um, but. But it seemed as though, like, I found a lot more warmth at the Groundlings. Like, um, uh, uh, people, like, I feel like people thought I was funnier at the at Groundlings. That makes a huge <laughs> difference. Like, yeah. a rece- yeah, feeling big, receptive. Big like, yeah. Received. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and, you know, like, just being able to kind of, like, relate to, to people and, like, them thinking you're funny. So, I don't know, like, I've had teachers at the Groundlings be like, Stay here. Stay stay here. Wow. Um, yeah. That's as welcome as you that's could probably, you know, exactly. that's like the peace. And I found friends there a lot yeah. quicker. And awesome. I was like, yeah. Right. Yeah, the people I hang out with from UCB now are, are the people from my mod team. Uh, yeah. I'm very grateful for that because that is like the thing that stuck with me, I would say. From cool. UCB, we're like still close, we'll hang but out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll hang out after. Yeah, we will. Okay, I love that. Do it anytime. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh. Uh, oh no. <laughs> what have you done, Dave? What have you done? Why did you do this? Uh, you brought us together, <laughs> and now we're so happy. Terry. Yeah, great, great. You're happy. Okay. <laughs> Great. Speaking of happiness, uh, what's your Flawless relationship with Hellboy? Little, oh, yeah. Little to none. Say, what what's is your it? relationship status? And I was going to be like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> what is the reason we brought you here? <laughs> you said he has fiancés too. What was the question? <laughs> uh, okay. So he's saying, what's your relationship to Hellboy? Like, to as Hellboy. In, okay. and it can be nothing. It can be like, yeah. I've seen the movie or I've never done anything other than this exact cartoon that we watched. Yeah. Uh, I watched it uh, immediately before this started. <laughs> this podcast. Oh, so it's fresh. Yeah. And that's fresh on the brain. And that's your first exposure to the character. Yes. Great. Great. Love that. Um. I, my my neighbor is like my best friend and he's been like talking to me about Hellboy for a long time and I think I just like kept getting wow. it confused 
with like <laughs> Deadpool and, and uh, not Deadpool with not Deadpool with no, Something, just I don't know. Like another <laughs> big red guy. Sure. Yeah, That's another big red guy. Uh, <laughs> reasonable. Um, and so he's like, no, this is Guillermo del Toro. And I'm like, oh, oh I like Guillermo del Toro. Sure. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Great. Good. so when I told him about this podcast, he was like, no, let's watch Hellboy the first one, and then we'll watch the oh, second great. one, and then we'll watch... I was like, oh, no. oh, we only have a I feel bad enough giving you guys an hour of homework. Like. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No. Uh, uh-huh. So, but I enjoy... I watched the first one, and then Brandon was like, let's watch the second one. I was like, we don't have time. Let's watch the, <laughs> <laughs> let's watch the animated one. Um, so I watched okay. the first one, uh, the live action, and then uh, I've also seen Blood and Iron, or Iron and Blood? Okay. Blood and Iron. Blood and Iron. I always want to say Iron and Blood, but it's Which blood. one were we supposed to watch? Because I have watched the Just wrong the thing before one. on podcast. Now. <laughs> you're you exactly are. right. Okay. You're, you're good. <laughs> Sandra just went above and beyond. Okay. <laughs> I gotta see this live action one. Oh, yeah, if you yeah. like Guillermo del Toro, you'll you'll enjoy it. The animated one was scary. Oh, it was a little yes. scary. There was some yeah. scary stuff in this one. Yes, I agree. Uh, let's get uh, let's get into it then. Um, can you give us a quick? Just some credits and quick synopsis so we can get into this scariness. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things I actually, <laughs> I, I, I will preface with saying I think this might be up there with one of the best adaptations of something I absolutely Wow. Love. I thought uh, it was pretty I good. I don't know if I would say it was the best, like the best version. I would call it the best, but I will get into it. But it's okay. good that you liked it. I'm glad that you liked it. I, I like, I, I really like all the voice actors coming back from the movie, which like Sandra, you said, you had like just seen that too so you I'm sure you recognize like yeah. all those guys were back the movie was from I think 07 sorry I'm looking at my notes okay and yeah they face off against basically this initial sort of like vampire threat which it uh. turns out to be this woman um, who is based on a real historical figure Elizabeth Bath- Bathory oh, yeah great. like a real Don't give me nightmares it's very scary <laughs> don't google her it's Jeez. she's just like basically like a woman who also bathed in the blood of like villagers from her town in Hungary like okay it's it's I'm sorry I'm sorry uh, I mean this is made up this is a cartoon <laughs> Nothing happens. Um, but this is many, many hundreds of years ago. Sure, but yes, sure, very, sure. very scary. It kind of jumps back and forth in time between this 1939 version of Professor Trevor Broom, who's like basically Hellboy's adopted dad, and the present time when you got old Professor Broom. Yeah, okay. Hanging mm-hmm. out with Hellboy and the rest of the... Thank you. The BPRD guys. Okay, so that's what's uh-huh. happening. Yeah. Uh, that's I didn't say that either, girl. Dude. Okay, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe. I had to ask Brandon for some clarification. Halfway through, halfway through when they were jumping back and forth, he's like... You don't get that they're going back and forth? I was like, no. Okay, thanks for clarifying. To be fair, it was highly, like, when I was watching it, I was like, we really gave them a difficult task to have this be their first thing to watch because this is confusing as fuck. And, like, if you, I mean, 
I was super familiar with the characters and I still was like pausing it and being like, yeah. oh, is this because they still introduced a couple new characters. And I'm like, what are okay. they doing here? And then like the Minotaur in the beginning just kind of went away uh-huh. and like didn't come back and oh, stuff, no. you know, okay. it's like it was like, OK, so there's some like loose ends in this one. And although I thought yes. there were some like really effective, scary stuff and like cool mm-hmm. performances and stuff, mm-hmm. I think like as a as an intro to Hellboy, this is like a hard one. And I'm sorry that we gave you this. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, I, I like definitely. It. First, yeah, okay. I've never seen it prior to this either, so mm-hmm. I didn't know I was setting you guys up to be confused. And I will, <laughs> I will say, the structure, the story structure. Well, I'll let, I'll let you get back to the synopsis and all that, but like that story structure of the back and forth, mm-hmm. even was it was so fucking confusing. Okay. Yeah, they, thought, they did. I think they thought they were being very clear on like. That, that thing where they would cut to like a black and white and then fade into color. Yeah. And I was like, it wasn't enough. Because they, they never know. said the year or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. They never went, like, I would have liked at least that, just like a like a yeah. subtitle of like 2007, to the, whatever. 19, sure. 1939 is the number I got from the Wikipedia page. So oh, I never, that didn't know yep. that. The only thing that got me to wonder was, like, I turned to Brandon and I was like, Oh look, he's got the same hair shape as the <laughs> Professor Broom. There he goes. And he's like, yeah, and he's like, no, they're the same. They're the same person. Okay, I noticed that. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't realize until the very last scene when he's like narrating the story, and then you see his voice continue into the different time period, and he's. Can I spoil? Is it? Are we doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Spoiler. He, okay. he continues the story, uh, you know, by his bedside. And I was like, oh, and I rewinded it like four times. <laughs> and I was like, what just happened here? If it wasn't for my neighbor, I would not have figured it out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to take notes. I wasn't staring at, at the imagery. <laughs> oh my God. I appreciate how like academic everybody was about it too, where they're like, I'm going to write down notes I and did. I'm going to have bullet points. Listen, this was a hard messed one. Up before. <laughs> messed up before. I'm like, I can't come uh, unaware and uneducated no. about this. <laughs> can't do it to myself. Truly, it was just like kind of a thoroughly confused. That's why I was like, I, I appreciate that you do like, I guess, like, what, what are the things, Dave, that you found you did like about this version of it like why did why do you think it's like a good representation of the comic and stuff like that great uh i i think it's more good of a like a good version of a representation of adaptation like well, honoring man. honoring the source material but then of course making its own yeah but also not forgetting where it's coming from. That was from. a sentence dave that was like Sorry. a representation of an adaptation of a of a good adaptation. Okay. <laughs> because Got it. I can't. No, <laughs> I'm trying to follow. I'm sorry. He's in his own. Because because I don't think any time you change from one medium to the next, you can get it just spot on. Again, I think that would be boring. You just it's gonna be boring. But like Oh, you I like that they took that, like a swing away from the comic book? Yeah, I, I respect Ooh. that that swing all way. I think if that swing is off by not honoring where it's coming from mm-hmm. I think is when you get on the wrong path you're like that doesn't feel congruent with really what the th- the themes or the tone of the material gotcha. is because like in this one I mean they took they 
I mean, for the one, Broom's alive. And this is based on uh, one of our stories we've already covered called Wake the Devil. And Broom's long dead by then. You know what I mean? Yeah, this character's like... So I'm fine if they decide to do that. Um, I think overall, I... They finally sort of got the atmosphere right, I felt. We've talked about this being scary and stuff, and I really liked that. Because the first animated one, which is the same people, which is wild, felt very goofy. Mm. It felt very lighthearted. Yeah, very too cartoony. And then this one, I think they were like, let's actually try to like hit what this comic book comes from. And I think there's a lot of shadow. Yeah. There's a lot of darkness oh, in this. Oh, come on. Then, yeah, <laughs> the lingo. Yes, break it down. Guys, I did see all of that. I Like after yeah. that first initial scene in, in the sewer, I guess, um, you come out of there and then you go to like the big mansion thing or whatever. And then, But I was like, oh, ooh, this in, immediately gave me like that you know, scary, creepy um, Halloween, which is like my favorite holiday. I love, or not Halloween. I love October, period. Okay. Love <laughs> being that scary. includes fall. I love like, fall. Yeah. Oh, go. I am alive come the fall. <laughs> and like, it is my favorite time of year. Um, August really through December, um, December 30th. Anyway, um, very scary. Yeah, setting the tone because now my I start itching for like scary, scary, you know, yeah. creepy yeah. Um, horror stuff. And it really like it was nice. It, it uh, really gives you that feel that like dark and yeah. Yeah, uh, the way you're describing it. Yeah, totally. And I thought that all the villains were like an actual threat. They weren't, they didn't shy away from actually making them be like things I fear. Like, I think even the vampire, I mean, well, we can get into story and how I think this story could have needed some work and was probably limited by budgetary reasons, in my opinion. But I think overall, like that main villain or, or the first villain, the vampire, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. When she, when she lifted up that giant brutish Frenchman and put, I think it was French or Ukrainian, (laughs) Transylvania. That that is a very horrific moment that oh. I thought they really captured, and it felt like oh I I could be like I could see immediately like oh this feels like not far from our source material. Yeah, the atmosphere yeah. was like atmosphere. super captured. Okay, like, yeah, it was gruesome. The, all yeah. the villain, villains, yeah. um, and then I think going even further, I think that like it got a little bit of like that like it, it, near the end, especially when I, I sort of started to like it even a little mm-hmm. more. Because I think that the, the beginning of the story is a little shaky and then it tries to figure itself out. <laughs> but but like the two witches that ended up being harpies, I think mm. that was like, it felt so right out of the comic book. And they were like, yeah. let's honor this. But then, and then, I mean, I love the moment where the, the vampire clearly killed a baby, which was yeah. wild that was was even in this movie. Oh, and I was like, well, I thought that was, I said, is, that was, a blood, is that blood coming from the crib? Because what? she wants his youth. The baby's yes. youth. Dang. Oh. Which is wild. And I love that they included that. Yeah. But then they had they had moments of humor that felt right out of the comic book. They, they didn't forget yeah. that. Mm. And I think that came in a little late near the end. Mm. A little bit of that side character, Sydney, that was the very cartoonish voice. Mm. That was like the tech guy. That dude's like was, um, <laughs> from Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain. I like recognized yeah. his voice and I was like, I got to look this guy up. Them do love them. I mean, you know, I mean, that's the cool thing about voice. There's so much cool stuff about voiceover 
but like it's almost like for as a viewer it's fun to like recognize somebody and be like okay i know you like it feels like i'm solving a puzzle or something i'm like where do i know that voice from and then yeah. it's also just seems like a cool thing that it's like creative and expressive but you also get to do it for decades like you're not limited by age you guys can like age your voice down or like or up or you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. i think that's like such it like gets to expand the creativity that you have like it's so much harder to like physically act that way. It is like improv in that way because you can play whatever. You can play, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You can be like yeah. a ghost or a whatever, like a big yeah. s- snake lady yeah. or something. Oh, speaking <laughs> of ghosts, how about the scene when the ghosts they all come and they're like, yeah, oh for and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> they handprints on the window. The windows. And, and the, 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 and knives, the, the knives were like spinning. I was oh. like. And that then was the so fish, cool. the fish was stick cool. was like the fish stick was like <laughs> there's more than one. I was like, what do you mean there's more than one? There's like a hundred. Oh. I refuse I'm to call him fish name. stick for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, please. The fish, the fish, fish one. Is very stick funny. Or- <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I love it. I love it. Disrespectful, but love it. He's my favorite. Uh, Yeah, I love it. Abe's great. I love it. It's particular about those ghosts, too. I love when he first saw them and they were like skull heads, golden skulls. That, again, was another thing that I think. The choice to do that felt very in in like in line with the source material. Yeah. Okay. I absolutely loved. And I was just and again they didn't they didn't they just just I loved how it looked. Yeah, that was like a visual that that's gonna stick in my head. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, you guys, when when um when the professor threw that holy water onto that lady's face and the first like first couple scenes and it's just like melted off her face melted <gasps> off in the sun that shit's gonna stick with me for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh bad we gave everybody nightmares it's I like know. <laughs> I know it's okay, I like it. she like she gets out of the blood and then she turns young and she's like Ooh. cool I'm young and then he's like <laughs> cool I'm young he's like guess what I put, I put like time release holy water in there <laughs> you're about to turn old and then <laughs> she turns old but it was so cool though I was like yeah. you know oh, there's man. like crazy visuals i felt like heck hecate was like a very cool looking villain with like the snake body and she's like the whole thing like the, she kind of touched on it but in hellboy like a big thing of it is he's from hell so like all these other creatures are like your destiny is to be evil because you're a hell guy and okay. the whole like kind of theme of the book is like i'm making my own choices and my own destiny like i know you guys all think i'm supposed to be evil but i like my friends so i'm not going to be evil so that's kind of like the whole like i i think like the central sort of thesis but it's interesting to see like a big snake lady be like come on with me like we're supposed to fight together yeah Yeah. she was big she was a big one she got bigger and bigger too she was like yeah I Expand. and I loved I I I, have, I loved that final fight scene. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. I I yeah. I'll, I'll admit, like I think all the exposition scenes they they were very boring, <laughs> <laughs> and they they tried to put humor in it, but the humor felt very forced. I thought you liked the like, humor in it. I think more the second half okay, I okay. liked the humor. Like one of my favorite humor moments. Okay, real quick. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but. <laughs> 
when they're doing like when Manning is there, Tom Manning, his like him making Liz oh, like yeah. heat up his coffee, and yeah. also him having files and not having a table. Yeah, that's funny. That humor. <laughs> <laughs> See, I felt that felt a little forced yeah. for me. But it's fine. It's, but I think um, too that's cool though but, because like for actually it's like you it's, you that's like the most relatable character because that's like a character that's not like lighting on fire or like that's like a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. So that like. Re- yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember the donuts from that scene? Yes. It the donuts. Me, <laughs> me too. It did. It made me want donuts. <laughs> they were like, all different colors. Yes. I was like, is he just eating donuts? Cowboy got a chocolate one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maple bar. That's my favorite <laughs> donut. That's but, he said, but then he didn't like them. He was really rude, but then kept They've just gotten yeah. better. He's like, that was kind of, I guess that was more like fun, like the sort of like banter of like, yeah. where were we? There was that guy with all the arms. Anyway, yeah, that's where we had like the best pastries. Yes, that, that was very works. fun. Was there, I, what's okay, funny, so, real quick, I can relate to Hellboy. I, I, I sort of criticized that moment of like, these are crap and keep eating them. But I recently, <laughs> recently we had, uh, on a whim, we decided to get some Chips Ahoy Sour Patch Kids. What? Seen Chips this? Ahoy Sour Patch Kids? What does that even mean? Yeah, how is it, that? They, they have baked Sour Patch oh, Kids no. into the Chips Ahoy. And oh. I literally was like, this is horrible. I ate, I ate so many of them because in the end I liked them. Oh, no. <laughs> They're horrible. Ew. I'll tell you that. But I ate so all it's like them. a sour <laughs> chocolate chip cookie that you're like, tra- yeah, I don't know. Um, I can't. Oh, yeah. wow. Beth, Beth hated them. Beth hated them. <laughs> Follow up. Yeah. Yes. Follow up. Did you ever have that Sour Patch cereal that was always on sale for like 25 cents a box? Sour Patch. Was it also sour? I don't know. I'm like, I was uh, actually, there's an ingredient in there that I cannot eat. So Uh. I like bought a box for my mom. (laughs) 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 She's like, why why are you always testing things out on me? I can't eat like, I can't eat Red Four. So you got (laughs) to tell me like. (laughs) She's like, I can't be your gluten garbage disposal. Oh my god! Um, so she just threw them away, but I'm always curious. I mean, uh, anything that's like sour that you have to pour milk on Ooh, and is sweet. My stomach. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> we'll have to get you Gross. some, Dave. <laughs> okay. I'll probably, I'll probably like this is terrible, and then I'll eat the yeah. whole <laughs> Yeah. The, the other humorous moment with the big when uh, when Hecate or Hecate got really big, what one of my favorite moments that felt very Hellboy humor, and it was very dumb and slapstick at the same time, was when the two harpies came and they're like, "Our queen, oh. our queen," and then her tail crushed. <laughs> and she's all, she's all my sister, and then just flew away. <laughs> that I was like, felt well, me very good Hellboy. for you for getting out of there and not staying and like supporting this witch who crushed your sister. <laughs> good for you for picking a side. That was the last straw. <laughs> Ashley, did you have any favorite characters? At like mm-hmm. for a, or like any like favorite or least favorite characters for both of you guys? Um uh well a least favorite moment I would say yeah. um is the very uh, I think closer to the end where they like he oh, don't know who it was but someone okay. was becoming like possessed a little bit and then someone started speaking in tongues I think 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that you, part? You don't like that because it was like the scariest part for you. Yeah. 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 Because uh, yeah. so I like don't I I am like afraid of like uh you know oh, yeah. demony type like yeah, sure. summoning you know they were oh it was mm-hmm. like towards the end he was like reading scripture and like oh, and yeah. then he was like blah, 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 and I was like ah because I immediately <laughs> yeah. feel like that's gonna yeah. like come out of yeah mutants coming yeah. out of the TV um yeah. so that part was like my least favorite part yeah um yeah <laughs> very terrifying. Uh, was there any part where you were like cool this is good and i am <laughs> into um, yeah this i mean no i loved i loved a lot of a the lot other of scary of stuff <laughs> so it's like yeah, a brand like of scary much. stuff gotcha yeah yeah i loved yeah. like all the other moments though yeah um, did you guys grow up like watching scary stuff or avoiding scary no, stuff i ran from it okay <laughs> i i loved it i snuck away i grew up like my parents were really religious and so like they that's probably why i can't handle like that type of like devil scripture stuff. devil <laughs> stuff yeah because yeah, i'm like it. oh god it's getting into my brain into my system um <laughs> but uh but i definitely was very curious and did and like went and like sought after horror movies anyways like anytime yeah. I would go to like my friend's house we would always get scary movies and rent like um like I used to watch like The Omen and like oh, scary the, one. and that was another, that is one that was like 666 it was like sit, like oh. um signed yeah the mark of the beast the mark and all of the that beast. Stuff. yeah which was also in Hellboy I saw there was like something on the wall that was 666 and I was like oh god um but but yeah no I loved scary movies growing up (laughs) and you're opposite I'm opposite I think the scariest thing that I had watched up until like two years ago was Sweeney Todd like (laughs) (laughs) it's it's hella creepy but I I, and that stayed with me even though they sang I was like okay singing can't be that bad but then I was afraid of getting my throat slit they like lure you in with that and then it's like oh you're sausage now now the scariest thing the scariest thing I've ever seen now is Stranger Things and I love it (laughs) did you see it no girl, no, I'm no, <laughs> never. Okay, it was I not guess. scary. Uh, I was gonna say scary. that's a digestible scary movie. I think. I think, I so think too. you would like it. It's more like Disney. Okay. I, I agree. Think about it. <laughs> because okay, if you, yeah. I feel like if you like Stranger Things, it's you definitely because like, it's like so another too. group okay. of kids that yeah. are like French. Oh, French. Okay, yeah. all right. I think I will. That I for for this, I think this the thing that set the tone for me. Uh, was, like, I was way too uh, happy when they said, a, when someone said a bad word for the first time. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That first, when Hellboy, that was early. When Hellboy, oh, yes, when Hellboy said crap, and then he said, like, damn, damn or something, I was like, cool, this is not a kidding movie. Yeah. Like, we're in person. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite character is Fish. Um, fish and sticks fish stick. before. <laughs> Wait, you last... changed it to fish sticks. <laughs> short for fish sticks. Yeah, he's worthy yes. of multiple. Um, he he was my favorite in the original in the Hellboy animated one. I love his character and not the animated in the live action. In the live one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like in this one, like 
you know, because there is that like muscle and like uh, he's uh, like Hellboy's muscle and like fish sticks is the brain. Like the brain. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm. And like whenever like uh, fish had to go and, and like do something a little scary, I was so terrified for him because <laughs> he's not the muscle. So like I felt like I had so much more empathy for him and like uh, it, like he's like he's also very funny for a fish. Also, he's brilliant. The funniest fish Four I ever fish. 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 And so that was my favorite in that movie. But like in this one, I feel like he like fights in this movie too. Where right. I, I wasn't into it. I was like, no, I don't want him to get hurt. I think that's just like Guillermo del Toro is just like what just did a better. I mean, obviously, he's like Oscar winning director. He just does a better job, I think, of like clearly laying out who the characters all are. I think that's probably like, you know, hugely helpful f- for making it less confusing for this movie too. Mm. Like, yeah. Ashley, I hope you're not like totally like if you ever wanted to watch that the Guillermo del Toro movies, I would say okay. you probably still would like them. Not to give you like okay. homework, you don't have to do this thing. Sure. Or whatever. I'm but, curious. I really like yeah. Pan's Labyrinth was one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. yeah, I think if you like if you're like into del Toro anyway, you'd probably be like, okay, this is cool. Like I'm, I like this. Yeah. Okay. Especially yeah. if you like Pan's Labyrinth, yes. Hellboy is the second Hellboy is. Very much in that okay. one. Okay. Ooh. Pan's Labyrinth is also maybe scary. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. It is. I know. It's so scary. I agree. It's very Ooh. dark. Yeah. 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 The first time yeah, I watched really it that. and I was like, I mean, whatever. We can spoil Pan's Labyrinth. Everybody's seen it. Wait. I has not seen it. Okay. You never mind. Never mind. Okay. You wouldn't know. Nothing. I will. like scary like that. I want to. I, I want it's, to. I, I want to. Yeah, watch it. It's really good. I think you could watch Pan's Labyrinth. It, it's scary, but it's like from that kid's point of view. Yeah, it's okay. more. It's closer to Disney. It's a little darker than Disney oh, for, for him. Sure. For yeah. sure. It's so the original Pan's Labyrinth was not the 2006 one, right? It was like way older. Oh no, that's it. No, not that's, that's it. one. Okay. <laughs> there might be another okay, cool. movie that has like a character that's like this, like because it's just like a fantastical character yeah. in like myths and six. Yeah, wow, that was a okay. while ago. Frank Zappa nice. was in something like Pan's Labyrinth and like no I lost it. Yeah, so I, I need to find whatever okay. that is. But, yeah, I'm okay. curious what that anyway. is. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Maybe Dweezil's um, in this one. <gasps> Maybe. <laughs> Look at her. She knows. <laughs> is that like a musical influence for you? I know like oh. Dave said you're in a band like what yeah, kind of music cool. do you play? I've, we do psychedelic folk music. <laughs> oh, so yeah so Frank Zappa would be like a huge influence totally. right? Cool. He's oh, we love him so much. Cool. I feel like um, our musical ability is not uh, where it should be to consider him as an influence uh, but <laughs> <laughs> like our music is like uh, pretty mellow and uh, you know there's definitely some like Egyptian uh, like feel to it and cool. uh, it's definitely more like it's very psychedelic but uh, I love Frank Zappa like he's like one of the funniest most brilliant men in the world and like I read his autobiographies and stuff that's awesome yeah. his like talks about um, like um, censorship and stuff are so interesting like I think yes. he's just like a super smart like even if somebody even if a listener is not a fan of his music or whatever I think his he's just so thoughtful about people trying to censor music specifically but everything it like applies to everything I think yeah I think his album was the first to ever be censored yeah and have like, that like adults yeah and the, like 
you know, labels would like take words out of his music and like in just he came out with like this whole instrumental album that they considered porn rock and they took him to court for. And so he's very fascinating. I I really like please look the man up. He's he's a legend. Mm. Um, Can you repeat the name of your band? I'm sorry. You said it earlier, too. Ah, oh, sorry. It's called Eye of the Sun. Cool. <laughs> and you, yeah. pl- you play or sing? I sing mostly, but I play like a broken up drum set, uh, like a I, like a floor tom and mallets and cool. uh, like a cymbal for accents and uh, percussion. I also play a little guitar and ukulele as well. So it's just She's a fun. A star. Uh, All around star. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's just a fun thing we do. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks. I'll come so back to you with that Frank Zappa. I'm just on his IMDb, but <laughs> we'll proceed. Ashley, do you do any musical stuff? Either like two or <laughs> I see the yeah. eyebrows went up, so it's like oh, oh yeah, me. I'm I'm um, <laughs> no, I'm not. I like okay. to sing. Yeah, I sing. That's um, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, and you know, I put it on my um, pandemic to do list is uh, learn how to sing confidently <laughs> in public. Um, I can only really set like I sing in voice, like when, when I'm doing voices for characters. Um cool. And it sounds good, but when I try to do it as myself, uh, as Ashley, I don't sound great at all. So, um, check I bet back. you sound much better than you're giving yourself credit for. Uh, yeah, I, would I don't know. I <laughs> you know how to manipulate your voice for characters? Uh, like right. you can absolutely do it for singing. Okay. Like I know, I know you're a good singer. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, check back in after the pandemic. We'll see. Ya. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, like your control of your vocals and everything, what did you guys think of the voice talent in this? Just your overall thoughts on it. I was blown away by Vampire Lady. Like, (laughs) again, sorry, refuse to learn anybody's name. (laughs) um, I loved this woman. I was like, I want to play a role like this. And then I looked her up. Homegirl has like 600 credits on IMDb. Oh, of course. <laughs> like, what a what a brilliant, like, TV on TV on TV. Uh, like, she yeah. was my fave. Uh, of course, like, uh, Ron, like, uh, just classic. Mm-hmm. Like, his voice is just classic. Also, I think he was doing a Groundlings show like an hour ago. Whoa. Uh, what? <laughs> we missed it. Yeah. He's doing Dang. shows, like, Zoom shows on Groundlings. Um, um, but all right. Uh, I think one more thing though, like the one thing I did not like though, is I found the, the actress who played, of course, I don't know her name. The the one who with the hair that was like, I, I, yeah, I think the one who fire, the, fiery one. For our listeners, yeah, fire, that's just fire doing a lot of harsh yeah. angles. <laughs> I liked her voice in the live action way more than this. I feel like, oh yeah, it was like animated, right? But I don't know. I feel like she made more like clear vocal choices in the live action than she did in animated. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree. It's like her, and also I think. They didn't really like. It doesn't feel like they tried to pull more out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Which I think. I mean, I don't. I'm uh, the little I've done ever on voiceover, but like, it feels like you just have 
as you said, there was no play with it. Yeah. To give, mm. to let her like vocally be more like stand out among everything. Yeah. Whereas the movie, it's like you got your voice, but then you have, we have all your visual and your, every character, there's so many other things hitting our senses. Like contributing just, to your acting choices too. Mm. Like, yes. Yeah. I think. I'm, that must be uh, a huge challenge for, especially like, she's like, if she's like a recognizable actress who's like known for her live action stuff, that must be a challenge to go then into voice acting where it's like a really different skill and you need like these other skill sets that maybe a, a like a famous live action star might not anticipate or something. Like, do you guys feel like there's like huge, huge differences in like when you approach voice acting stuff versus like any live action stuff? Well, Ashley and I are both also like on-screen actresses. Right. so. I don't know if Ashley feel the same way, but for me, I'm like, oh, well, they're both, you know, they, we, we can figure it out. Like, yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, I think, Kate, you, you might have a point for someone who doesn't do voiceover at all yeah. and, and is used to on screen. There, there are differences, certainly. And, and I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, if, uh, like for the first like year or so that I was doing voiceover auditions, mm-hmm. like I had to really like focus on like what I was hearing in my headphones as opposed to like what I thought I sounded like. So there's a lot of like listening to yourself and like being like self, like, you know, critical if you're not getting the direction that you think that you need to like, you know, make that performance what, what it should be. Interesting. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like, um, my first instinct was that, oh, there's not really that much difference. You're, you're, you're using your body, you're you, you're using your voice, you know, same voice as with live action. But now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like with live action, depending on what, you know, you're doing is you're, it's very like muted kind of behaviors a a little bit, you know, Mm. you kind of have to keep things sort of contained a little Mm. bit and just like, um, you know, you know, you can't really like overpower your scene partner or the scene or like, you know, whereas yeah. with voiceover, there's no camera on you, at least uh, for like, you know, just regular voiceover stuff. There's no camera on you. Kind of like all of the power and energy has to come from your voice, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so you have to kind of like, OK, if I'm moving, you know, or my character is moving, you kind of have to match that energy but not with your body only with your voice you know and so it's it's a very interesting um i guess it's a skill yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) to sort of you know develop that like like i think probably the vampire lady is a great example of when she like in my character in uh, black panther's quest was also there was a bunch of scenes where she's just like fires raging around her and she's like losing control and she's like you know (laughs) screaming and like taking someone's soul and like killing someone you know it's like Mm -hmm. you really have to like work that (laughs) the power Mm -hmm. of the voice only (laughs) Um, but you are like you know you can it is in your body as well but it has to come out through your voice. It's a weird thing, you know. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Just like channeling everything just to your mouth. Yeah, yeah. And even just, yeah, I think a lot of people, like, when they're asking about, like, what tips for voiceovers, you know, voiceover auditions and stuff like that, I'm always like, 
you know, it's not necessarily about like, you know, oh, I can do a weird voice or I can make a silly like nerd voice or something like that. You know, it's more about like the energy behind your voice Mm. and just like, you know, are you like the choices that you make with the energy of your voice? (laughs) Um, That is what really, I think, stands out when people are listening and can't visualize something. You know, it's like, are they taking me on a journey through their vocal performance? Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. That's great. Speaking to that then, like that's for me, not being in that that side of, uh, of acting, like, like the two of you but like like this i liked this movie of course and i've i've said my things about it but a lot of it like vocally wise just felt not not bad i wouldn't per se say like this is bad but i just think there was no like i didn't feel like the 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 show was having fun with the meat that part of the media yeah like stretching it and trying stuff besides like yeah we got we got it yeah, we got a great vampire character, but then it was interesting to me, and I specifically point out Hecate because it's like Hecate is like an amped up version to a huge degree of like that vampire woman. That vampire woman's supposed to be our our first big bad, and then you have Hecate who's just big snake. ginormous. And it was interesting that I was like, I didn't think the performance per se on a on its base basis level was bad. I just felt like the creators weren't like didn't push it further i did like, like her voice though too like she felt she felt like stealing a word that sandra just said she felt too casual for me mm. oh i got like it was like talking talking to hellboy about like you should join me felt like oh, come on just having a conversation it's like come and to my evil weird. startup Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not like oh, we're gonna fight. And they didn't really add any effects to her until later on, near the end of her, and it felt a little, a little, a little too little late. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I got giving you. her like echo or any sort of boisterous effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and whether that comes from the the performance or even just the the engineers or the editors adding stuff and playing around. That's what I think I missed from this especially like seeing other work nowadays like what they can mm. just the things they play with in animation mm. right i don't know maybe i'm wrong but no no I, that makes sense i hate to put it on the the director here but like i mean i, I don't yeah, know like yeah. right. <laughs> if if all of the urgency came in the last 10 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. like uh yeah. it, it, a lot of that could be could be saved by like you know Helping helping an actress who who might be only used to on screen make subtle choices to yeah you know like have that sense of urgency. There's a reason why we're all looking back at, at the vampire lady and be like, oh hell yeah, like she yeah. rules yeah. because she's like yeah, yeah she like she knows what she's doing. She's making all these like dynamic mm-hmm. choices like that like. There's a reason why, like, I remember her over anybody else. Like, uh, like just that one scene where she's she's like uh, with that uh, to be a bride, you know, yeah. with the, like the the wedding dress. She's like, like try on my dress. Yeah, that was yeah. good. <laughs> that oh was God. good. A good. And I don't scene. know if it's because she has like such a like a dynamic uh, resume, like a voiceover resume, or, or what it is, but like 
I don't know. I feel like a, a little bit here could could be helped uh, and, and directed in a more interesting way. I don't know. I think Ron's performance is great, though. <laughs> I liked him. I mean, Ron's good. I mean, we're all going to... He's iconic. Yeah. <laughs> As the man himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're right. I think a lot of times, a lot of stuff comes down to the director. And, like, the, the person that's guiding the damn ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you need to get it there. Gotta get those and performances. And don't settle. You know what's some weird stuff they said? So young like a kitten. <laughs> they said that <laughs> twice. And I was like, that's a weird that way to improvised? put it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> they like, you're so young like a kitten. Uh, I wrote that down <laughs> yeah. and I was like, well, that's a weird one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> was there any stuff that you guys wrote down that you're like, this is crazy? Yeah, or like, this is see. like, yeah. <laughs> I wrote down that my favorite part was like the bass line and the opening credits and end credits. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a that's bass. That's from the movie. Just nice. uh, it's that's from the movie. That's the original uh, Guillermo theme. Uh, I love it. I wrote, I wrote down, oh no, he stabbed his fiance. <laughs> Speaking of stab, that's so funny. Speaking of, I do, to, I loved that moment because I love, they did that thing where they got it ready and then they yeah, cut they to cut the two to- people. Them reacting to it, like, oh, God, yeah, we just watched that. I was just that. waiting yeah. for it. I was waiting. I was like, no, I bet they'll cut away. I bet they'll cut away to another scene. And then you hear, I was like, oh. I love that <laughs> you heard it. I was relieved uh, when he did it, though. Yeah. But then I had too. to turn turn to my friend and be like, oh, wait, this is because vampire, like, it, it'll come back if if, if yeah. she doesn't get killed. And he's like, yeah, that's that's how vampires work. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had to be done. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. right. I needed your roommate watching me, <laughs> watching with me. <laughs> Dang, so much you discovered. Has anybody here seen or read the original Dracula? Have you read the book? No, I think so, in like idea. high school. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things, um, which I think the movie got wrong when they when Francis Ford Coppola made it, mm. and which I love because the, the woman, Mina, who gets bitten by Dracula, uh-huh. she's a badass, and they modern cinema fucked it up and made her a typical uh, whiny, mm-hmm. you know, just they weakened mm, her. Yeah. In the book, she straight up tells her fiancé or her husband at the time, he's like, you, uh, you and these two other characters, she's like, you all have to promise me that if I turn, you will do you will do me in. And I love her like confidence mm. just to tell her. Mm-hmm. That. Which yeah. in the movie they're like make her do the other. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. Some strength. That's, there's some strength in that. Yeah, I, I, I love it. But but back to how you kill a vampire. I thought it was silly that in this they did this twice. Where when the when the werewolf attacked Hellboy, he pulled something and the and the werewolf accidentally fell on it, you know, because of his force. <laughs> and then when and then when our cool vampire woman got killed, she got the ass like the holy water. Yeah. And then she did she did the same fucking thing. She jumped and then he's all just like, he just fell into it. Rather yes. than any of them having to stab yeah. the vampire or the threat. I think they just needed a third one to like make yeah, it. Yeah, that's you know? missing. I'll take it. <laughs> With two, it just feels off. Right. Yeah. It feels lazy. So I and this I wrote down because uh, I asked I asked Brandon, and he was like, vampires and werewolves, they're not real. So I had to ask you guys. <laughs> uh, so do wolves and, like, vampires generally work together? Like, do they hang like, out? Like, do they have things? to hang out? Like, why I, are they together the in the movie? The only thing I could think of was, like, you know, like, how, like, 
cats hang out with witches. They have like a familiar. Oh, sure. I was like, oh. maybe they're doing this kind of rule where it's like a vampire is like an <laughs> evil entity thing. So she has like a familiar that's like her evil but a little minion oh, who will like go do her bidding for her something. Her like. Wow. Her, like, yeah. Wizard of Oz flying monkey kind of guy sure. who's like, okay, you go do my stuff. That was oh, my okay. only... Because the wolves... <laughs> I guess there was a full-blown werewolf in it. The other wolves were just like, we're just wolves. We're evil. Yeah. Our eyes glow. I don't want to be as harsh as your roommate because that came off very harsh. <laughs> no, he was like, he was like, Sandra, relax. This isn't real. Okay, let's just keep watching. Sure. But you do think about that stuff. It's like, well, what are the rules of this world? Sure. Like, that's, yeah. that's part of I it. Would you're... be nice to be like, this is what's happening. Clear, like to be clear and set that shit up because it's like, you do think about it, you watch it. You're like, are they friends? Like, yeah. they friends? <laughs> I think I think you're right to ask that because they, I think they're two monsters that are classic monsters that, in a sense, were originally created so separate from each other, mm-hmm. and then culture has put them together because they Twilight has them sense. fighting. But yeah. in here, they're exactly interesting. Underworld, they have them fighting, but then like <laughs> people think vampires are known in basic vampire mythos sure. go back to he they not only if you do they will, change to your dracula yes your draculas basic vampire mythos they don't just change to, to bats they change into wolves themselves that's one of their forms that they typically uh, change so oh, it's like generally evil it's dudes and then you just have to i agree you have to just give in and be like well these are for this movie is going to be the myth because because you can watch any pick up any movie that's a vampire or a werewolf the movie itself will take from the original or but then they'll just reinvent it for their own their own yeah. fun that's the best mm, way to make it up it. That's I, cool. I feel like there were I, why did i this have so many questions this one wasn't clear okay because okay. the oh, whole because right. the fucking thing wasn't clear like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, it didn't want, it didn't take i felt like the whole the whole movie was like never wanting to like Take the time to make anything clear. And I yeah, think- yeah, some of the transitions too are kind of sloppy. I know we touched yeah. on that before, but there were a few that just like went. Right. They were weird. Yeah. It was like, who did that? It's the kind of thing where you would have to, I think really to like fully be enjoying this movie, you really would have to have some other intro beforehand, like some familiarity with the character beforehand. Mm-hmm. To just even have a basic understand, like even to be like, oh, okay, I recognize this character and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, so, on that, yeah. on that note, I have a question for Ashley because, mm-hmm. like, I watched the first movie and then I saw this and I was like, okay, if I didn't watch the first movie, like, I would not get this. Right? Did you feel weird about Hellboy holding that girl's hand? Were you like, where did this come from? <laughs> Which part? Like the the Inferno girl, the like mm. fire girl. Fire. He like held her hand at some point, and then there was like no, no Nothing more romantic else. anything. See, yeah, yeah. um, I, I don't, yeah, that moment doesn't even stand out. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that shows you how little it like registers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, were, well, uh-huh. are they gonna be boyfriend girlfriend in this movie? No, or not? I feel like there then, were a few they moments like that that kind of just they got were. left alone, like happened, and yeah. then they never went back to them <laughs> okay yeah i think this movie fell into a lot of like what 
are tropes, but when, when good people have hold of them, they do well with them. Like the movie starts with an action scene, right? Yeah. And I think that's like somebody told them like it has to start with action. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they were need following to grab the hold structure. of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But instead they forgot that like, yeah, part of that structure though in that action scene, you need to give us information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it happen in a live action? Us. Yeah, I think the live action is a well crafted. The, the hand holding part. Oh, oh it's like a whole thing. Oh, okay. Like yeah, in yeah. the in the original book, they're not they're not like a couple because it would be a weird age differential. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Thank God they don't go there. But like in the movie, yeah, they have a, a romantic relationship. Oh wait, is this you, the girl really, with the haircut? Yes, yeah, Selma Blair. Got it, Selma. Selma Blair. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that is Selma Blair's haircut, actually, now that I think of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they were very like, I'll blunt. Just draw your <laughs> yeah. yeah, very so blunt. blunt. <laughs> That's funny. I do remember that part. And yeah, what happened? Because I was I so know. excited for like their romance from the first movie. I was so happy for oh, that. Or like I was like, you know, for uh, me it was like that whole Jim Pam thing. I was like, all right, all right, is this gonna happen? And then like they held hands, and I was like, all right, are, are, are you guys gonna kiss happening. ever? Like hug? No, they just yeah. left it at that. I was like, all right, yeah. it's just the same with like fish fighting. I was like, man, homie shouldn't be fighting. He's a fish. Yeah. <laughs> you should be reading I, a book underwater. Yeah. 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 There you go. I will. I will. I will devi- deviate from you on that one. <gasps> I think I because I think Abe is smart. Yeah. And I think I. I. I but I agree with you. I, I sort of agree on you on one end, and then disagree on one end. I. I like an Abe who is very intelligent, but that also helps him in the field mm-hmm. because he's tactical. I think Hellboy is sort oh, of like lazy. A yeah. guy. Lazy didn't take mm-hmm. the time to train well. Whereas, like, I think Abe, <laughs> who would who would be like who's in a brain, would be like, well, I'm gonna pay attention and tact. When they yes. train me, because I'll know what to fucking do when I'm in the field. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing I deviate is like I hate that he's sort of like I, I in the in this I hate that he put him in like in a vest that looks like he's like he's too macho for yeah. me. Yeah, he's pretty buff. But but I hate that every time and similar to the the action the live action one when they put him in the field he seems out of his out of his element a little bit and always gets like he got not taken down so fast in this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can hold his own. Come okay. On. Well, I mean, I what? love him in the field. Like, I love him helping out because he's For smart. Sure. Like, you need, yeah. you know, like you said, like, Hellboy's, like, lazy and, like, whatever is, like, impulsive and just, like, goes uh-huh. for it. And he's, mm-hmm. my gosh, I love his attitude. This is just, like, brazen, like, does not care. That, <laughs> like, unafraid. He's from hell. Like, but, like, I love that Fish is, like, is, like, there with the knowledge and everything. But I don't feel right about him being physical and like fighting those physical battles i'm like i like i think i empathize with with like with him too much like i don't want him to get hurt yeah. <laughs> i want his I brain to stay <laughs> careful fish because yeah. i think i think you're right i think he wouldn't make he wouldn't go on the attack first mm-hmm. he'd yeah. have to be pushed to have yeah. for sure which i think is very i think you're right on with that when i and you're making me rethink my guillermo's take on mm. it a little bit I think it's a little more, it's in line with him in the comics. It just goes one side, maybe too heavy for me. But Mm. I think you're right because in this season of our podcast, we've gotten to the point where Abe in the comics has been pushed to the point where he has to really hold his own on his own, like Mm. physically has to step up. and, And I think it does take him to get to that point of being pushed. Not, that's not his immediate go to. Okay. Yeah. I think that's great you're picking up on. Mm. Ah. Nice. <laughs> Do you guys nice. remember when like he was being tortured? 
That was rough. Like, crazy. They were like, Ooh, which one nasty. should we choose? I was like, they all don't look very practical for whatever <laughs> no, you're doing. Yeah. One was like, <laughs> this, a zigzag. I was like, are you trying to gut this fish? If so, like, let's get you a knife from, like, KitchenAid or something. Right. Like, oh, not. No. <laughs> Just said regular knife. You're coming yeah. out of with, like. <laughs> Just a straight, it was just a zigzag. It looked crazy. I was like, don't. They all look zigzaggy. She's like, this one or that one? None of the above. Yeah, scared me. Very very scary. (laughs) All that shit was scary as hell. Another comedic moment that I liked, and again, it all came at the end, and maybe it's just what I like, (laughs) is when uh, the Sydney, the, the tech guy, got hold of Hellboy's gun, and I don't know, I thought that whole beat was really good of like, he got the gun, he didn't know what to do, they're like, shoot it, it hits, it hits her, does nothing, <laughs> yeah. and, it's like, and then Hellboy's like, good nah. shot, but it he, was a good he shot. takes, yeah, it was yeah. a good shot, <laughs> Just but at the same it. time, Hellboy sort of says it as like, sarcastic maybe, and I love how proud Sydney takes it, and that allows, and then he almost gets attacked. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was fun. Aww. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, Hellboy's legs were so teeny. I know. <laughs> Anytime they showed him like crawling up anything, I was like, ew, I don't like it. I'm like, kind of attracted to him. You know, he's like handsome brood up he's top. Got and then you bring the camera down low and you're like, oh, what is this baby? <laughs> It's funny because he's got this so like trench coat covering his massive and body, tail. and then he's got a little like, <laughs> oh, that tail, yeah, the tail freaks the me tail. out. Would yeah. you ever date someone with a tail? <laughs> no, I would ask him to, I don't know, take care of wow. it. Take care of it. <laughs> take care of it. Wow. Um, so if you met someone on Bumble tonight, and they were the perfect person, and they were like, let's meet. Six feet away, masks on, and you're like, okay, let's do this. And you got there, and you had a devil tail. <laughs> you don't have you know to what? be talking for like two hours beforehand where you're like, wow, I can see a future here. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. the tail comes oh. out, and then you have to make your decision. Yeah, what would you, know you what? do? I like I now have a crush for the first time in like two years, Ooh, and I don't know if like, quarantine did it to me. Thank you. It was like yeah, it's, seriously for fish for what fish a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but if I found out he had a tail, I would love him. Oh and my god! Wow. So you made me rethink it. Thank that you. Is beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Ash is like never, never in a million years. <laughs> never. Well, I'll be like, what the tail do <laughs> just kidding just kidding just kidding yeah, exactly exactly what would that tail what do like what holding does it? that tail do <laughs> a tail boy on bumble uh, yeah <laughs> tail boy tail episode boy. next episode <laughs> that's the fanfic episode yeah. tail boy tail boy <laughs> by ashley hairston <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> write it up, please. Write it That's up. That's some adult, adult content. This is yeah. great. I write it Freaky down. fan fiction. Yeah. Oh, so good. All right, let's do our final thoughts and let's rate this movie. I guess, like, out of how many, like, spinning yeah. knives? How of, many? <laughs> how many spinning like, knives? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how many spinning knives? Give your final thoughts. Okay. Give it how many 
If we're I on the guess floor, more is spinning good. knives. Yeah, I think more spinning knives is better. Sorry, I picked a weird system. Okay. <laughs> I regret it immediately. <laughs> and if you have any notes that you, you wanted to share, do that in the final thoughts. But I want to hear what everybody has to say in your rating. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's do how many knives? Five knives? Five is the best. And five spinning knives out of five spinning knives. Yeah. Five spinning demon knives. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to go ahead and give it, um, I don't know, five spinning knives. (laughs) You know, just because it's my first introduction, I made it through the whole thing. I'm proud Uh, of you. I'm proud of myself. (laughs) Um, It really did get me, it really kicked off my favorite season of the year um and yeah i loved loved uh many charming moments i think you know from the donuts to the the, the, um suicides (laughs) (laughs) you talk about that she jumped off the balcony i was like what um but yeah uh yeah charming moments uh characters um yeah, voice acting, pretty good. Nice. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to be as generous as Ashley only because they put they put my fish in danger. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I I have I love him and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give four spinning knives wow. and and a wagging tail for <laughs> for the fact that. I laughed my ass off when the holy water tore up that vampire's face. I laughed for like I laughed for like three whole minutes. And like, like Brandon had to pause. Like, for that reason, I will give it a tail as well. A wagon tail. Nice. A wagon yeah. nice. tail. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, there was also a really cool scene where like the there's something exploded or someone shot fire out and the fire like spread out. Oh, yeah, and she did the it's when uh, yes. Liz uh, the the wolves. the wolves and then they all turned into skeletons. I was like, yeah. yes, that yeah. was intense. Yeah, I was like, that <laughs> is powerful. Good yeah. imagination. That's something I feel like I would have thought of and been like, that's too much or something. Too, too weird. And then, yeah, I saw it. I was like, dang, that's cool. Brandon went, oh, well, okay, uh, all done. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. Problem solved. <laughs> Took care of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say four, uh, too. I'll say four. Because there were, like, really cool things about it. You know, it's confusing and I am uh, like, you know, it's not like a perfect thing. I'm glad you guys found like things to enjoy about it, even though it's like, like, I appreciate so much that you guys gave it a shot. It's like a pretty yeah. long cartoon to like jump in and be like, what's going on here? And we liked it. Yeah. yeah. I'm so happy you guys liked it. I'm glad you guys had fun. I'm going to watch more. Oh, cool. Oh, watch Hellboy oh, 2. Watch that Del Toro right. stuff. The Del, yeah. Del Toro ones are really fun. That was like, before I did this podcast, I was the only Hellboy I had seen. And then Dave was like, do you want to do this thing? So I'm kind of like pretty new to it compared to Dave. Mm-hmm. But I still, yeah, anyway, I still really like the movies, not having seen any other things. So, yeah, check it out if you were like, this is, this is cool. I like this aspect of it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, long story short, four out of five. What did I say? Four, <laughs> you said four, four you spinning, spinning knives. Four spinning <laughs> knives. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, my rating is going to be based on that. I, again, I think tonally, and there were some great visual moments, particularly I'm glad you reminded me of uh, those burning wolves because I think the whole thing had moments like that that made me go like, that put me back in it. Yeah. And like, oh, no, reminding me of like, this is a dark movie, yeah. not not yeah. just a typical um action world that we're sort of for kids or anything like that yeah, he says damn but those visuals i think is really what kept me in i loved that i loved all the hecate stuff the, the vampire woman was the best vocals it definitely was very fucking confusing the, yeah. the structure i wish they would have just taken more time to figure it out because yeah. i think they had something good and then they like really tried to jam in the history very quickly at the end with like a random side character, character talking to Broom going, literally looking on his table and going, what's this? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, why wasn't this any of this at the beginning sure, of this story? Yeah. If you're going to include mm-hmm. it, that stuff fell short, of course. But I, I, I mean, I had fun with it. Um, I'm going to I'm going to think I'm going to give it again. Also four four Ooh, spinning. Okay. Had me worried because there. I think it. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I, I mean, and also, here's a weird thing, and I, I didn't think I was going to bring this up, but I, I did the version on Hoopla, and it felt like a weird, the, the quality of the transfer was a little bad. Mm. I don't know if that was for everybody, because I'm looking at still images. I just assumed on, my computer was bad. Yeah. I think That's it's a transfer bad. issue, okay. because I'm looking at images, still images on IMDb, and the ones that's there's some high quality ones that I'm like, I'm wondering if it really looks that good. If I was to buy, go out of the way and like buy the Blu-ray version mm. of it, because the transfer I was watching, I felt let it fall short. Yeah, a maybe because it's like streaming. I watched yes. it on Apple TV, I think, uh, yeah. um, and it was it was great. Mm. Oh, cool. good. See, I need to look up. I think my version was a little tainted. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was. It didn't feel as goofy as the other animated one, which I was just happy about. <laughs> And that leads me, and we, we've rated it. I want to hear, before we before we close out, I want to hear from you too, uh, Sandra, Ashley. From watching this, if someone said to me, you can play anybody vocally from this world of Hellboy, would you want to play somebody, and who would you want to play? <laughs> Vampire lady. Uh, great. Yeah, me too. Same. Two yeah. vampire ladies. All right. <laughs> She's so good. Yeah. So she got to do so much. Yeah. She's not like a one-dimensional crazy lady. Like she's like got a lot going a on. A lot. Yeah. Layers. Yeah. I would agree. I wish I would have seen. They would have seen more of the harpies. I think the harpies were a highlight for me. Mm. You want the sisters' yeah. background? <laughs> the sisters' oh, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two, the, yeah, the two oh, yeah. little. Ah! We have him, and then they reveal themselves. They were giving me like um, the Little Mermaid eel vibes. Remember? Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, one of them is played by Vampire Lady, same lady. Oh wow! See, she's Melty. versatile as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, she, Go girl. She's got the. <laughs> well, uh, for for our listeners, is there anything that like inspired by our watch of this? And it is, or, or not inspired. Maybe it's inspired by just the fact that this made you think of your favorite month of the year or anything or, <laughs> or because you love fish sticks. Is there, anything, <laughs> is there anything that you would suggest our listeners to read, watch, uh, listen to, enjoy that, you know, 
that you'd be like, hey, if you liked this, go watch this. Or like vampire stuff or like other like fall related thing, like anything that like yeah. peripherally even you're like, oh, this made me think of this. Like, go check this out. I cannot stop thinking about that scene <laughs> in the in the first Hellboy where Fistic is underwater. And like, I don't want to spoil anything for Ashley, but like, it was so, it was so beautiful and like had me so scared and like, I, I like maybe it's because I love that character so much now. Like, thank you for giving me this like newfound empathy game. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, also like the sound that like his eyelids make when he blinks. Anyway, um, but the, <laughs> that scene, that scene where he's like underwater, like you you know which one I'm talking about. That scene is beautiful and like the colors like Ashley like go watch that and like think about it (laughs) okay thank you (laughs) I'll throw one out Uh there and this is broad this is broader than anything it's just because it's animation and it's what I'm watching right now because I don't tend to watch a lot of animation but I'm super into right now I'm about to watch the second season because I love the first season Mm. Um, Infinity Train Mm. It's this H. It was on, I believe, Cartoon Network. Now it's on HBO Max, and I fucking love. What's it, it about? I love There's the anime. Such great things yeah. about it. It's it's literally about. It's like an anthology series, so I don't know what the season two is okay. about. But since and since there's this train that has every car as a different universe. So cool. The main the main storyline is like a, a a girl named Tulip in the first season is sort of dealing with her parents recently being divorced. Mm-hmm. And she sort of tries to escape from that. And then gets and the Infinity Trade sort of takes her through that 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 process of processing that new life. That wow. Means. And it's great. They're twelve minute episodes, um, but they're really like deep and also very funny. Um, oh. Justin Michael, who's a great yeah, uh, really super funny Justin. improviser. Yeah, he's he's a writer on it, and cool. I just that's what I would suggest right now. Uh, and Kirby's on it too. Kirby, how Baptiste? Oh, oh really? nice. Yeah, Kirby's a voice. Mm-hmm. I haven't met her yet. I think she's in the second season. So. Infinity. Awesome. Yeah, I really am liking like what we do in the shadows. I guess that's sort of related vampire wise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you guys want to like, if listeners are like, I'm in a vampire track right now and i want to stay on that just, just watch what we do in the shadows very uh, silly fun take on vampire stuff and yeah i think some ucb people write for that show too but i it sounds don't about quote right. me right right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that up yeah well yeah. ashley johnson plays tulip in infinity train she was just in last of us and wow like literally everything like she's she's amazing Dang. Anyway, she did Dang. an awesome job in that game too. Like, uh, yeah, she crushed that, that game. A beast. Mm. Yeah. Um. Okay, I thought of something to watch. Okay. Um, and I haven't even finished it at all. But I did have this thought <laughs> while I was watching it because I love scary homes. House on Haunted Hill. Uh, Hill. How? How? On Netflix, right? Yes, on Netflix. Yes. Um, Really I good. Think you're right. Really I think, scary. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had that thought while watching because it, ha- yeah, like moving through that home. Spooky, it's like very similar. Stuff. Yes, very similar to that show. It's really scary and good. That made me think. Do you guys remember the uh, 90s, 99, the house on Haunted Hill? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With- 
I re- I'm a big fan of that creature. With Catherine Zeta Jones, right? Yeah, Tay did. The shit I remember from that movie was Catherine Zeta Jones is just like hanging out and somebody's like playing the piano and then one of the piano. Oh no, you're thinking of the other one. I'm thinking of a different one. I know what you're thinking of too. The haunting. I think you're right. The haunting, yes. I'm sorry. I remember that too. That was good. But they came out at the same time. Yes. Nobody else released any shit that's the house or the haunting of the house or whatever. There's Hill House. That's okay. what the right. Haunting of Hill House. Why yes. did they do that? Haunting of Hill House. House of Haunted Hill. Because I know you're going to search mouthful. for the other one and find both. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, yeah, they're fun. It's a genre that I am also scared of, Sandra, but I find things in it that I love. Uh, <laughs> I think I just don't have the guts. I don't have the guts for stairs. Like, I know it's good and I want to watch it, but I watch stuff like a kid, man. It's stuff stays with me for months. Like so uh, yeah. I'll just, I'll just watch, I'll listen to your guys' reviews and that's I'll enjoy smart, it just as Sandra. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Protect yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for me. I'll walk right into it. I'll be like, I hate this. I hate this. Let's see more. <laughs> Uh, well before we get out of here if our listeners which I think they're going to want to want to know get more from you hear from where you stay up on what you're doing how do they do that where's the best place to follow you like your social media handle if you want to reveal that my address my home address what is your home address where can they mail you you guys want my phone number (laughs) (laughs) if you're going to give it oh yikes yeah, just where they like if your social media or if you have a project coming up that you want people to check out, where do they get you know find like out? plugs? Oh, okay, plug it, plug it, baby. I am on Instagram uh, mostly. I, I'm on Twitter, but I, I, I Twitter's overwhelming for me, and so I check in yeah. every, every few years. Um, but <laughs> uh, I'm definitely on Instagram and uh, Ashley Crystal, the A S H L E I G H regular Crystal, you know. Um, and uh, yeah that's it I think uh, if, if they're single I'm on Bumble I'm on Raya and if you got a tail you gotta put me on Raya <laughs> I got a tail oh, yeah. Ashley's open yeah I got a tail if you got a tail if you got a tail I'm available <laughs> oh my goodness terrifying <laughs> Yeah. Um, I am not on Bumble or (laughs) Raya yet, although... I want to get the hookup. Now you got the connection. You know, we'll talk. Oh, there you go. We'll talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am on Instagram. Uh, pretty pretty active on Instagram, I would say. <laughs> I like Instagram. I like, I like photos. Do, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Twitter uh, is, is is cool, but I like people's opinions sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and on both, my handle is Sandra Ramsey Sad. That's Sandra, like the regular Sandra. R A M Z Y S A A D. And yeah, Marvel's Avengers game comes out soon. That's cool. Also, um, yeah, my my band's EP is gonna come out pretty soon. Also, I I would say probably at the beginning of the year for that, and uh, that is definitely the the creative project that we're chucking away at here. So uh, so yeah, awesome, love it, love that. Yay. Okay, great. Um, for you listeners, do follow them. They're wonderful. They've been great guests tonight. Um, and we also want to hear your thoughts on this movie or anything we've talked about this. You can you can email us and tell us that if you'll date somebody off a of bumble that has a tail, 
Email us if you you're single. Do... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Email us if you're single and you'll go, you'll date someone with a tail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. The email, ah, crap, a Hellboy podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and we also are on Instagram at, you could keep up with us at, ah, crap, a Hellboy podcast. On Twitter, ah, crap, Hellboy. Um, we would love you to go on to iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. If you give us a five-star review and it starts with the word boom, we will read your review right here on the show and give you a big old Ooh, show. Great wow. idea. We, call, we call that boom review. Wow. Uh, and, sh- you know, just brings more people to the show. Uh, we love doing this. We do it for you all out there. Wow. Um, <laughs> But that's the end of the show. Yeah. This has been a delightful time. Wow. Thank you guys so uh, much for like your insight on all of this stuff. I appreciate it so much coming into something like cold is like, like you don't yeah. know what you're coming into. And I'm so glad you guys have fun and brought all of your uh, like insight to the show. I really appreciate you guys Thanks, being here. Kate. It was really You're both fun. such gracious hosts. Yeah, thank you so wow. much for having Stay. us and trusting us to watch this <laughs> movie. <laughs> and for the listeners, uh, thank you for, for letting us tear up the names of characters yeah. you hold dear. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, goodness. Great. Well, thank you, listeners, again, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, We'll see you next week. And remember, we love you. Got to start. Whoa. I am so sorry. Yeah, I've been honking. You're a honker. Sorry, I'm in a car and um, I'm honking. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> this is Patrick. And this is Mark, co-host of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're your home for all things Nintendo. On Tuesday, we're talking about the latest Nintendo news. And on Thursday, we're doing deep dives into specific corners of the Nintendo universe. Ranking the Koopa Kids. Determining who the best Smash Fighter is. That's Nintendo Cartridge Society on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.